Welcome to Emergency Use Only, a podcast that offers you empowered living in a complex world with your host, Dr. Sean Rowland, founder and CEO of Jace Medical. Welcome to Emergency Use Only, episode number three. This is a special one. I am so honored to be retelling and telling this man's story, and not just him, but his entire family. I'm talking about a man by the name of Charles Mully. If you haven't heard that name before, you don't know anything about him, I highly encourage you, pause the episode right now, go to your favorite streaming platform, whether that's YouTube, Vudu, Paramount, Amazon Prime, look up Mully, M-U-L-L-Y, watch that documentary and be prepared for it to just rock your world. Uh, he's also, there's some books uh, about his life, you can find them on Amazon. Uh, just type in Charles Mully, and and again you'll get into some detail that's not in the in the documentary. But just the man's life is incredible. I don't know what else what else to say. His story deserves to be retold at every opportunity, and that's that's why I am honored uh, to use any kind of a platform that I've got uh, to help spread awareness about this man's life. The his the cause that he has dedicated his life to. Um, there's a there's a Bible passage. Whether you believe in the Bible or not, the idea uh, and uh, what this man has done, um, it just it crosses all these lines. It crosses political lines, religious lines, and it's something that that really in today's day and age, when we're talking about looking for truth, looking for things that will help us to see where we fit in in this world and how we can find those stories find that inspiration that will help us uh, in our lives this this is it um but i mentioned this i mentioned this bible passage this is in the gospels i'm and actually from uh, the book of matthew christ has been out um he's he's teaching he's ministering and a certain young man comes up to him and asks him um what what do i need to do to gain eternal life and Christ basically gives him some of the some of the Ten Commandments. He says, um, "Don't don't commit murder, don't commit adultery, do not steal, don't bear false witness, and honor thy father, thy father and thy mother, love thy neighbor as thyself." And the young man says, this, "These are things that I have done since my youth. What what lack I yet?" And Jesus says, "If thou wilt be perfect," this is in Matthew nineteen twenty one. Uh, of the King James Version. He says, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell what thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. When the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Well, Dr. Mully uh, basically uh, shows shows that it is possible to do this. And God, I, let's just get into the interview. Uh, it's was a true honor to have an hour of, of Dr. Moley's time and uh, excited for, for you to hear from, from his own mouth uh, some of these stories and, and why and how he does what he does. So here's episode three. Hope you enjoy it. Perfect. How are you? Oh, I'm so well. Doing so so well and so excited. to. You don't get to meet heroes very often, so I'm, I'm really excited. Wow. Great. I'm, I am also very happy uh, to be able to meet with you and thank you for choosing uh, to have me 
uh, in your podcast and uh, get to know more about what I do, my faith. Love it. And so I'm, I'm happy to okay. be with you. Awesome. Mm. Well, then I don't, uh, you know, I'd love to just, just chat, but we'll run out of time. So you're, you're, was that one of your, was that one of your daughters that, that was just helping you? Oh, yes. Uh, her name is Ndondo. Ndondo. Uh, she's the dad born. Third yes. Okay. In the, in the family. Yes. Yes. Well, she showed us a little bit around the the campus there, and it looks beautiful. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Thank you, thank you. It has, it started from nowhere, indeed. When when I got the vision, and then uh, there was uh, what you call civil war in Kenya, where we were, and also discrimination of tribes, and then I decided to come. You know, I migrate from where I was in Edoret because there was skirmishes and um, people never loved my children, but you had those uh, extended big family of the street children, hoppers, and so forth. So from that tribe, then I had to move mm. and came to this place. It was very, very dry. It was um, really... Uh, there, no rain for seven years by then, and there was only dust. <laughs> and therefore came to, like Father Abraham, when the Lord told him to move and go to the place where he did not know, he just obeyed. I did the same. I obeyed and then came, and with everything that I had, so I settled to this place. Now it looks really very, very beautiful. Oh, it really does. It's amazing. It truly is miraculous. Well, I maybe we just get right. At, I, I thought I'd start by just you know. So I've 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 watched the movie. I've read the book. Your books. I I just finished reading oh, a couple of days ago. I don't know if it was the first book, and I have to pull up the title of it. Right. Father to the fatherless. Father to the fatherless. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. which was I, it was great. It was really well done. And it, what I was, I mean, I was struck by a lot of things. But some of the some of the big things, one of them was I felt like on, you know, on the surface, you and I couldn't be couldn't have come from more different backgrounds. I mean, everything about the world I'm from, the world I live in, the my, my upbringing, my family, everything is just just so different. But despite all of that, there there are these core things that that. I relate to you with the, your relationship with God, um, you know, your faith, even your doubt and, and, and how you communicate with God, your prayer, with your prayers. And, and so a lot of that, I felt we had that, that there was a lot that was in common. And so I, what I want to do, maybe we just focus a little bit first on those differences, because I think context is very important when we're trying to understand truth. And, and truth is what everyone's after, right? And so if it's okay with you, I'd like to just spend some time, maybe just learn about where you came from, the the region there, socially, culturally. Tell, tell me about Kenya. You've been all over the world. You've traveled everywhere. What can you tell me and, and everyone who's listening about about Kenya, that what makes it unique, what makes it different about the culture, that, that how that shaped your worldview? Thank you so much that you have had interest in the in my life story and that you have been able to read the father to the fatherless and then 
you saw the the movie Muli movie and this gave you at least a kind of a background about my life i will just go straight to uh, to share with you about my country first i come from kenya and uh, in the eastern province of our country the eastern province is very dry almost as um, some parts of uh, United States of America, especially Texas, and uh, that kind of uh, weather, but throughout very, very hot. And um, uh, this place has got um, some about, let's say, about uh, 10 different tribes, 10 to 11 different tribes. And uh, one of my tribes, myself, is Kamba, or Kamba, yes. And therefore, I was also born in this re region uh, called Eastern uh, Province of Kenya, and uh, the culture very, very is very strong, and the people are not really uh, big farmers, but um, the the cattle or herds of cattle that they keep, uh, like goats and the sheep, and um, cows and and so forth. They also uh, uh, they they don't earn through the farms. They s seem to be the most poorest poor people in the region, and this because they don't plant cash crops uh, that can give them, uh, you know, uh, some income. And the other thing is that um, the, the people in the eastern province is that um, they are also good leaders, and especially many years ago when. Uh, Kenya was colonized by the British. Uh, some of the people from this side, they were so much involved in the government, in the Kenya. Uh, it was used to be uh, British uh, rifles, and uh, they were the best than from other uh, other areas. And so I, I know the this, the people here, uh, they, uh, they, they, we, we have some who are like, um, um, nomads, nomads, you know, going and moving from one place to another. But um, the place now where I am, uh, people are settled. Uh, they don't move from place to places. And therefore, there is a lot, a lot of uh, poverty uh, because they only depend on their small scale farming and uh, all the time. They face a lot of difficulties due to lack of food and uh, again due to the weather. That weather has been harsh to uh, the uh, mankind around and therefore due to that fact, of course, I would say most of the people are, are very, very poor and when we came, MCM Molecule family sent me to a place like this and God had really knew why he sent me to these people and I've been always working with them and through Moli children family have been able by God's grace and by faith put up some kind of irrigation system and having 
a lot of um, farming on vegetables, on some of the cereals that are needed, and um, also on fish, fish farming, and also with the um, greenhouses covering over 17 acres. Wow. And therefore, with a piece of land where we are now, we are located on 220 acres. And uh, when we came, this place, we had only three acres. After the three acres, it grew to 220. And one of the things that is really impresses me and makes me to thank the Lord is by believing in him, trusting in him, and with that faith that could move a mountain. I used to walk at night and sometimes with my wife and going all from our little you know, place and with all the children that I had brought here, about 300 of them. And then I kept on moving by faith and claiming the land that I was stepping on to become ours so that we could expand our territory to serve the natives or to serve the people by agricultural development and irrigation, water from the river, because we have a river which crosses all the way to Indian Ocean. It crosses alongside Moli children family land. And therefore I started that one. And the people, all of the people, started getting jobs. Women for planting, uh, picking, and uh, doing all the kind of, 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 um, of, of, uh, of help to them. And then build an hospital, is not a very big one, but a dispensary. And then with a doctor, with the nurses, and they kept on giving the first aid and also treating malaria and, you know, waterborne diseases and so forth. So there are so much that we have been able also to create an environment where we make money out of export of our products, especially green beans, uh, green vegetables to Europe. Wow. Out of exporting that, that brings also some money, you know, um, foreigner um, exchange of money to, uh, to Moli children family and then get money to buy books or pay salaries because the school that we run here, the, the schools are free. We don't charge all the street children because they are called street urchins. Mm. You know, I'm talking about children without parents, you know, hopans and uh, boys and girls, children who have been abused in the streets in our cities and that gives us from the farm now to give regular food every day. And therefore, it, it, it became when uh, people, when we arrived here the first time, people rejected us. They really never wanted us to be around because they said, um, uh, Dr. Muli, you are bringing, um, you know, um, uh, thieves and um, uh, young people who are going to spoil 
our generation around. I pleaded with them many times and I told them, I am here with a good purpose. God has sent me here to make a tremendous impact. Just wait and you see. And they reported me to the government and therefore through that, my school could not get any registration because they said they don't want the school with the kind of children called Chokora. Chokora are street urchins, you know, unwanted children, all kind of young people, characters and behaviors. And so we went on and now as I talk, I God gave me the wisdom, the knowledge to change the, the you know the place which is termed as dry and became an oasis, a place where we can get all types of food and including climate change. Wow. Climate change initiative where we are planted over twenty million, twenty million trees. And they also started what we call a, a tree nursery where we grow seedling, one million seedling, one million per year. Every year we produce one million seedlings and therefore we plant in our own um, farm which is about 35 kilometers from here. We have 503 acres and in that we have planted trees and we also do a lot of agricultural development to have food and we have been also able to change the climate where rest before it used to be very very hot but sometimes we see the benefit of planting trees because one thing is that God planted, I mean, brought man and wife in this world with a very beautiful nature and um, uh, features, but human being destroyed all this with the neglect, negligency. And uh, with that, then we need again to restore that what has been lost in terms of climate change. And that what I've been over the last 34 years now, trying to put the, this place to be, really to look uh, very, 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 uh, very beautiful. Yeah, I mean. So maybe you can ask me a question. Yeah, it looked, <laughs> it looked it, it does, we, we got a chance to see a little bit of it and it looks amazing. I, I think if all that you described, the change, uh, if that isn't a, a testimony or a testament to uh, to what can be accomplished with faith. And you touched on faith a little bit. Um, I'd, I'd love to to hear more about about that, about how there was another in the in the book, at least. I loved how there was um, how the author portrayed, you know, the inner dialogue that would be going through your head when there was a particular difficult decision, you know, whether it was the big decision of, of selling your businesses and starting uh, Molly Children's yes. Fund, or or whether it was uh, dealing with your father, whatever the whatever the hard challenge was, and there would be a back and forth where you would be arguing with yourself, you know, the logical self, and then that the side of faith. Tell me, it seems that maybe at this point, is it easier now to to have that dialogue and to understand when you're hearing 
maybe the when you're listening to God versus versus your own desires, how do you do that? How do you how do you differentiate between the two when it's just your thoughts versus when this is something that God wants you to do? How do you know? One of the most important aspect into our life is to listen to God. Uh, listen and then also you don't figure out, but you 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 you, you listen, and when you listen. Uh, you wait and then pray. And then when you pray again, you ask God to give you the real image of what you want to do as a leader. Because I'm speaking as a, a leader and uh, somebody who has been uh, doing all the management and seeing the Muli children's family growing to become the most the largest family in the world and therefore this has been so um, well done through prayers and asking god to lead me and to show me what he want me to do and a time whereby i have been able to plead with him when there is hard you know subject something that is hard for me to make a decision that has made me, even if delaying, being uh, you know in in the prayer or work, working waking up early in the morning when it is really quiet around three a.m. in the early in the morning, and uh, and uh, you know pray and ask God if it's a big uh, decision to make, and then through that uh, God has been able really to show me and tell me this is the best way. To move forward and out of that it has helped me so much not to choose the wrong way uh, because sometimes if you don't listen carefully you may choose a wrong way or it may be the voice of the devil or something driving you but you have to have your life really rooted mm. inside the God's Word and be able to see what about Father Abraham, what about Moses, what about Joseph when he was taken as a slave to Egypt, what did they do? And therefore, you also learn that um, God walks with the people when they invite him, because you have to invite him and say, God, whatever I'm doing, please intervene intervene god this is your if it is you know the kind of like the kind of work that i do i always plead with god and tell them tell him my god this is this is your service and i am serving you mm. i am your child bless me let me have this just a good example is when the water um, was very polluted in down the river and then uh, we could not have a clean water and I was so much worried about the children who were dying already three of them had lost their life wow. and the 17 wow. of them 17 of them they were in hospital lied there because of um, waterborne diseases dysentery and all sort of you know and then I, I cried. I said, God, would you allow this 
I left Edoret where I started and where I was doing business. I had your voice fully. Would I really wait to see all the children dying? Yeah. They will never trust me. And um, everybody will really despise me. And then that prayer. And uh, when I was at, uh, sleeping at night and uh, my wife was could not sleep comfortably because even she woke up and asked me, can't you, can't you stop crying? Why are you crying like a little baby? And then I cried the more. I cried really to the Lord. Why? It's because I was crying to my father. I felt I have a father in heaven. And therefore, after two hours, around 3 a.m. in the morning, three, then I had that voice. And then the voice said, wake up. Your cries are over. I'll show you where the, you get the water. And I told my wife, let's go. I'll show you where the, the Lord has given us water. And then we moved 100 yards, 100 yards, and then turned 10 yards on the left. And then we stood there. I told my wife, this is the place. There was no water. It was dry. Seven years, there was no rain. And I stood there, and then we raised our hands, and we prayed with my wife. The following day, we were there with the children, with every member of Molly children family. And I told them, God has showed me this is the place where I'm standing. There's water. They could not see the water with their own eyes. But the water is through the inner eyes because the Bible says that we don't walk by sight. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. And the faith is the most important uh, gift that God can give a human being or mankind. And therefore, through that, we started digging. And the, the following day, another day, the third day, the, the, these our young people and us, others, those who are digging by hand, they said, after now, 22 and a half feet, 22 and a half feet, no water. There's no sign because it, there's a rock. Were you were you According, getting were you getting worried when they went down twenty two feet and they didn't have water or were you you didn't have any doubt? No, no. In fact, <laughs> the question that I was asked by them when they were in twenty two feet and almost twenty two and a half, because they found the rock and this rock goes mouse and mouse. It's called Yata Plateau here where we are. It's called Yata Plateau. Then I told them after I have them asking me. Dad, you told us there is water, but there's nothing here. Yeah. What are we going to do? I told them, dig. <laughs> God showed me there's water here. Instead, it was like bringing their tears again because they knew for sure there is nothing. Hard rock. But in after a short moment during that time, one of the boys, they saw... Uh, yellowish with the blackish and uh, and uh, you know yeah brownish color 
which was across that uh, um, well, and then um, uh, they eat with a sharp object that they, where the water came from, mm. sprang, and they came up, and it came up, and everybody could not believe. Just imagine now, if I ask you, if this was not true, and if it was not God's, it could have been a disastrous, because they would never believe. But all the young people, even today, they believe it was a God's miracle. And we call it uh, Jacob's well, the miracle well. That's just a good example. That and the many, many, many miracles that has taken place in this place, I've seen it of healing and, um, you know, casting demon, those who come from the street and, and they are demon possessed and they bring them here. We pray for them with all the children praying and they cast those demons and they move away. And then the, the, the Holy Spirit dominates to that individual. Uh, and so that's life now about faith. Yes, yes, please. Do you still go out and and find children yourself? Do you, do you still go out into the streets and to, to bring them back? What I've been doing over the last 34 years, uh, some of those young people who went through our program, they have learned quite a lot because I've been training training people on um, on, on 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 the uh, missions, uh, reaching out to street children, and uh, being able to pray with them, and be able to feed them, and also uh, get the right children who are completely in trouble, those who are in uh, you know oppressed and bring them to Muli children family. By the time, it is, it's a quite a long time, unless it is really necessary for me to go. I have more than 10 uh, social workers. Okay. I've trained them. They are also qualified through university because some of them, they have uh, um, degrees in uh, psychology on uh, social work right. and so forth. And therefore, even though they learn that, they have to come and they, I train them uh, according to the experience and the anointment that God has bestowed into my my heart and my life. Yeah, so you've been able to replicate or, or, or kind of duplicate yourself in, and it sounds like you have, you're able to reach a lot more people and find a lot more children. Do you, what do you feel like? Uh, I mean, the numbers are impressive as far as how many children have come through, how much good you've done in in so many ways. Do you feel like if you look now, if you go to to the the cities and towns around now versus when you started, do you see a difference? Are there less children on the streets? Is there less poverty? Do you see the effect outside of MCF? You know, in the rest of the of the country, there. Do you? Can you see it? Yeah, well, according to my research, uh, because I have also another, another department that caters for the poor, uh, because not only the children, but also the communities. And uh, those communities are 
you find people with five children, with six children, very little. They have no food and they do not know even how to nurture their children, how to put food on the table and because they are very, very poor. And therefore, of course, the, uh, the, the number of the people in, in Kenya or in Africa is increasing uh, because the many children are brought to this world in terms of being by birth uh, without any plan. Yeah. And uh, most of the poor, the very poor people are the one who does not uh, understand how to have birth control. And therefore, it is our responsibility, even me and uh, uh, my workmates and all those people who are working in those areas, uh, to train the people in the community about how to have a, a, a small or f fewer children so that they can serve them uh, better, they can satisfy in terms of the food and the education yeah. and MCA, Muli Children Family, uh, we are not only bringing up the children, but we are also training people in the communities around us and then beyond in our country uh, to enable them understand because that is preventing, taking preventive measures uh, so that it does not continue to be the way it is. But of course, the there are more more of the poor than even before in the slums, in the communities, rural areas, and so forth. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes total sense. You know, poverty is not has not gone away, and and that population growth continues. That so when you started, you had problems like you know the 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 tribes in the area didn't want you there. You didn't have water. All those things have changed. I, I love the story about the children. Um, you know, they couldn't get into the into the secondary schools, they couldn't take the tests and you found out they find you, you were able to get them to, to, to be allowed to do that. And it turns out that they were, they scored, you know, better than any of the surrounding schools. And I mean, it was amazing. So you've had all these, what are your challenges now? Those were your challenges then, but what are the challenges for MCF today? What, what are the, what are you, what things are you facing? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, the, uh, we have also so many challenges. One is that um, the um, needs are enormous. It's, uh, it's quite quite a lot. And um, uh, what also, uh, when when I look at the what 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 really the uh, what I term as need is ignorance, and uh, uh, people need to know they are right. They need to know that they are human beings. They need to know that they have to work hard because sitting down, begging, it cannot help them. Mm -hmm. And therefore, Muli Children Family, we have been able to put up vocational training, vocational training in some parts of our country where like girls, when they grow over six, 15, 16 years old, or to 18, 20, and so forth. Uh, we have them join our vocational training in the different parts of our country, and then they learn how to do like tailoring and cloth designing, and uh, also 
they learn about hairdressing, beauty therapy, and um, um, many, even cooking, you know, hospitality, all this. And when they, you know, go through MCF for the, a period of time, because we don't charge them anything, and uh, we also train them, teach them the word of God, and uh, do mentorship program, and um, uh, guidance, and so forth. That is what they lack. And therefore, they go to the job markets, and they are able to really to get jobs and support their own families and themselves. Then the other thing is that education, that has been the key to any family, because without ed giving a child uh, education, that means that you have terminated hope. Mm. Uh, you don't give that child really hope for the future. And therefore, through that, I've been able to set some schools uh, that are owned by Muli children family in different parts of the country, Kenya. And therefore, we give free education, both kindergartens, primary schools, secondary schools, and also we have our own um, college. This college, after grade 12, we offer also free wow. Um, wow. education on uh, accounting, on finance and administration, on uh, agriculture, uh, diploma in agriculture, on um, community development and um, social work. So we have an education. We train also uh, people uh, to become also uh, teachers to teach in high school and to be able to teach, um, uh, you know, primary school as well as also kindergarten. And so this is the aim is to train and offer the very best tool once they go outside Oh, through MCF, they are able to get a job. Hold on, we'll wait for you for a second here. They accept <laughs> the aspect of knowing God oh, and the good in, uh, 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 putting God first and uh, trusting God and have faith in God and uh, studying, yeah, working yeah, very hard and the dedication. Here he comes. That makes them to be able to excel into higher positions i mean it's 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 amazing the the progress that just continues where do you see mcf 20 30 years from now what what, what do you hope to see yes and, and maybe before i answer that uh already uh, we have witnessed over 29,000 29, uh, young people boys and girls going through our program program uh, within a period of 34 years, wow. 34 years wow. now. And that number, uh, the way I see, it is a multiplication of our model because our model is encouraging our young people, the present generation to understand how to become self-reliant through also training on, um, you know, technical, um, you know, like computers, welding, metal fabrication, making windows, making doors, um, carpentry, 
work and the building mm. of houses uh, that what we do and out of these 29000 they have also learned about uh, trusting in the lord jesus they work hard and i can see our future our future is very bright one is that the leaders who have been able to learn from me they become leaders become senators uh, become also doctors because we have so many doctors already those who have gone through here engineers and um, uh, you know pastors and uh, we we have a uh, good uh, farmers and uh, in all field even now as i talk we have some in the usa canada in germany uruguay and uh, in in sweden and they are now moving across uh, the the world and what i see number one in kenya the president of kenya within the next 20 years will be coming from muli children's family the reason is the the way we have brought them the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom and right away god give the wisdom with your knowledge which knowledge is power and therefore i see the future will be big will be great will be very very bright and then uh, we are also building um, a hospital uh, a big very big hospital which will serve people in a radius of 150 kilometers uh, radius and uh, also a part of our country especially eastern province where we are and um, it, it is uh, it needs really store where instead of going to Nairobi or taking the sick people to Nairobi where there are specialists but they will be brought to the Muli Mission Hospital uh, for them to get very special uh, specialized treatment and then uh, be in a very good atmosphere and then being able to pray for the people and the, it's going to be really wonderful I am so excited to oh. see that hospital will come soon. And therefore, even as I talk to you, I would say, please join me in the prayer because this is something very big and it is by only by faith in God. But we are somewhere. I'll send you uh, sometimes, maybe tomorrow, I'll send you the, 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 the portals of the hospital and you'll be able to see oh yeah and so that's great what I, i'm really i'm praying that the lord to make it happen the hospital <laughs> okay wow you, you you mentioned just you know needing the prayers of everybody uh maybe i'll just leave we, this last question uh you've been so generous with your time the it there was a video update um to the moly movie and, and I think that's where I saw this. It was your daughter mentioning that, you know, whenever anyone that sees the show uh, comes away from it with this, you know, inspired, they want to change the world. They want to do something. So what would be your final message, you know, to, to someone like me who saw, who saw this, you know, read the book, saw the, saw your, the movie and walked away wanting to, wanting to do something. What do you say to those people? How can, how can they help? What, what should they do? One of the things is that um, uh, people through the movie, they've been so much motivated and so impact, 
inducted into their life. And everyone asks them, themselves, what can I do if this man has done, done this in Africa by faith? What about myself? And everybody uh, keeps on asking. And this has made uh, many people uh, from America, from Canada, from Europe, and from Africa uh, to visit it. Every time, every week, we have uh, new uh, people coming to see, and they want to talk to me. I pray for them also, and I give them mentorship, especially if they want to go that way. And even yesterday, I had somebody uh, from USA, and um, he came, he wanted to know how he can reach out to some uh, people in Thailand and where he has been a missionary and how he can equip those people uh, with the uh, farming, you know, agriculture and the small scale farming and also with the word of God mixing up with the, and he stayed there for about three days and then he left. And so what you heard from my daughter through the second as a short movie is true that everybody when they see uh, that movie they ask themselves what is that i can i can do and my prayer you know when that movie was being done my prayer and for my own family we prayed that god would really touch people change their heart and be able to take action to do something in their own country in our country kenya in in africa and that was in, in the prayer behind it and uh, it came to came out exactly the way we were praying and even beyond our expectation it's a, it's really is amazing i i think in your actual your biological children i think um you know it's easy to focus on on the tens of thousands and and all the amazing work with from with the street children um, and it's not like you need anyone's approval. You don't need my approval. You have God's approval. But, but uh, I, I, you are also owed some some immense co- congratulations for having raised the children that you've raised, who are there. From what I can see, are also uh, amazing and and faithful in their own right. And so, um, it just everything everything about your the world you've created there is is so inspiring and and really uh, thank you for for your example and for your being so generous uh, of yourself and uh, we just really appreciate it yeah thank you thank you very much indeed and uh, i'm so honored again to uh, be with you uh, this uh, uh, afternoon and um, i pray that god will enable you and uh, even jen who i cannot see but uh, jen <laughs> uh, she uh, is the one who wrote the letter, and um, I am so happy and pleased to invite all of you uh, to come to Muli Children Family. We have our guest house here, and uh, where we can house about 70, 70, 70 uh, people from wow. anywhere, and uh, with a very good high standard, and. Uh, this coming weekend, this weekend now, we are going to receive 41 uh, guests from Canada. From, yeah, yeah, from Canada. And they are coming to stay here for about 10 days. Uh, they, some of them, they are doctors, nurses, 
and um, we are going to have our people from the communities around and we are going to give free medical care because every year we have two times uh, you know giving free uh, medical care uh, to the poor people uh, in our county we that's amazing yes we would love thank you for that invite we would love to 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 do something like that and perhaps a, a medical mission or whatever your needs are that would be amazing well yeah Thank you so much, Professor Moly. I hope you have a wonderful day, and, and we will pray for your continued uh, success. Thank you very much indeed. God bless you, and uh, goodbye for now. Thank you. Okay. Thank God you. God bless. God bless. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. God bless. Thanks for listening to Emergency Use Only, empowered living in a complex world. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it helped bring some light into your day. Remember, you have the ability to overcome your problems and maintain positivity throughout your life.